Welcome to the fourth branch program. Glad you can make it. I am MD. This program is dedicated exclusively for those with common sense, a spirit of patriotism, and a determination for a more perfect union. Stay tuned as we begin the discussion of a very important, interesting, and enlightening topic. Hope to hear from you soon. Happy listening. Welcome to the Fourth French Program, the place for common sense. Today is Sunday, September 15, 2019. I am a this program was uh, recorded for our broadcast, which aired on uh, Friday, September 13th. It is 1 hour and 30 minutes long. It is more specifically in regards to Elizabeth Warren. We have opened a series discussing Elizabeth Warren because it said that Many on Wall Street want to stop her bid for the presidency of the United States. As such, we will have a number of series, not only profiling Elizabeth Warren, but at the same time providing you an opportunity to understand where our part of Elizabeth Warren may end up in the race. Welcome to the fourth branch program, the place for common sense. Today is Friday, 
September 13, 2019. I am MD. We have two parts program. One, part one, we're going to just give you kind of a overview of what happened last night about last night and as we promised we're going to talk about Elizabeth Warren in particular and if you watched the program yesterday you know that we dedicated uh, today to talk about Elizabeth Warren uh, for a very specific reason and uh, such reason is the fact that Wall Street is up in arms and people on Wall Street don't even bother to hide their feeling, their emotion, their hatred for Elizabeth Warren. They say publicly, and I quote, she got to be stopped. And that's the reason today we will take a quick look at Elizabeth Warren to get a sense as to why she presents such represents such a big threat to Wall Street but most importantly should you join Wall Street in helping to stop Elizabeth Warren in just a moment Last night, the nation watches for the first time all the Democrat candidates on one stage debating, presenting their ideas, defending their ideas, challenging others' ideas with one simple goal in mind to become the nominee for the party in order to take on who else? Donald Trump. Just like the first two debates, the first two rounds, I should say, that debate was just another one of those. It's one of those debates that you have to ask yourself the question uh, in particular why well personally I ask myself the question sometime as to what 
the what is the motivation for someone or anyone to decide at some point become so concerned so interested in what's going on in the country in the world to say that has to change and I am the one to do it now most candidate interviewed usually give you one what I would call a boilerplate answer as to why he or she wants to become the next president of the United States but this time there is no lack of answers there is no lack of reason for everyone to want to become president because unless you're living in a different planet the United States of, of America has been in a constant state of chaos since the presidency of Donald Trump as such last night was a way for those candidates to say here we have something better to offer so we're going to give you a quick overview of what happened we're not going to rehash everything that happened because obviously most of 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 those who watch got good laugh they applaud they shrug they some don't even care what's going on but today we're going to provide to you as we done here before not just what happened last night not just to repeat or to look at things the same way everybody else is because you could read the, the newspaper you could tune in to different networks and watch those kind of thing um, you can go on YouTube and watch the same thing that we have here which brings me to the objective of this program the fourth branch program is not associated with any political party and we at the fourth branch do not have any political agenda or aspiration our ultimate objective is to perfect the union and in order to do so we ought to remove the biggest obstacle of all ignorance JFK said that the ignorance of one voter in a democracy impairs the security of us all thus the importance of eradicating ignorance from our society there are three candidates that we single out to present to you as far as what happened last night now again as I mentioned you can read most of those detail in the newspaper you can uh, you can have a field day looking at all the things that have happened there are plenty of publication 
that look at the debate last night from so many different angles, you just cannot not know what happened. You can look at each and every one of those candidates. Now, the first candidate that I want to present to you is that. Unfortunately, is that guy, Andrew Young. Now, when Andrew Young, keep in mind that all of the candidates that are currently on, uh, still running for the office of the presidency, and even those who those who drop, we profile those people at the very beginning of the 2020 uh, road to 2020. We profile each and every candidate, provided you all the various details, not only about their background, their experience, and what they think they can offer to the country, uh, 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 and why you should choose them as your nominee to take on Donald Trump. But Andrew Young, Young, we take a second look at him because, well, we didn't expect Andrew Young to go anywhere because of the fact that not only is not he's never been in politics in fact that's his first stand and he was a businessman and he decided he too would jump on the bandwagon to be the next president of the united states now for all purpose of conversation we consider andrew young as an individual who just run for the office of the presidency in order to have that as part of his resume it so happened that Andrew Young has been making news, especially considering his platform. And yesterday, again, he brought that forth to say that while debating, that he will pick 10 people, 10 lucky people, who gone to his website, and uh, he will give each one of those people $1,000 for 12 months. Well, that's not a lot of money, obviously, but it's whoever that person or those people happen to be, it's an extra an extra thousand dollars that they didn't have. Now, the reason that Andrew Young is doing that is because he proposed that as president of the United States, he would make certain that everyone who is, who has reached age to work, but is not working, will get $1,000 from the government in order, and his idea is in order to jumpstart or to grow the economy. Now, we will take a much in-depth look at that and see if there is any merit to that, to that idea. But in the meantime, we ought to tell you that according to uh, the people in the know, the expert, that Andrew Young cannot do what he proposed, uh, at least not as candidate, because his idea would violate campaign financing. So stay tuned, because we will take a look at what that means uh, for Andrew Young. Now, the other individual that we're going to take a look at is Beto. Beto O'Rourke. Now, you may recall that he challenged uh, uh, Ted Cruz, and he almost, he almost, he really came very close to putting an end to Ted Cruz's political career in Texas. Beto is a Democrat, 
and of course Texas is a Republican state and Ted Cruz however they look at Ted Cruz they always think of Ted Cruz as uh, an, a necessary evil but Beto O'Rourke came very close to end Ted Cruz's political career and that's how Beto O'Rourke became a national sensation in fact a lot of Democrats were rooting for him at that time because they thought that he had a he had a shot and it did now it did not happen but since then Beto has been on the national stage he has been making note last night at the debate Beto O'Rourke made what you would call consider a very extreme statement I'll let you listen to it in just a moment and that's an also another candidate that so far has been struggling to to make his mark now you may recall during the time he was challenging Ted Cruz for the Senate seat he was on the national stage and everybody was talking about it but since he launched his bid for the presidency of the United States he has been struggling he has been really not doing well enough in fact uh, not too long ago there was a paper in uh, Houston I think it it may have been the Chronicle that caused on Beto to drop out of the race Beto wouldn't hear of it but last night Beto did something that could be a what personally I consider a an end to his presidency and the reason I say that is because uh, he is calling to He's saying that we are coming for your gun. We're gonna take your AR-47, your AK-47, your AR-17 from you, uh, uh, and, and that is planned because he pictured that as president of the United States, there gotta be a stop to people, individual owning those machine gun and semi-automatic automatic machine gun. Now, don't get me wrong. For the kind of massacre, for the kind of uh, killing uh, that's been happening around the country, there is a point to banning uh, automatic and semi-automatic weapon from individual. But it is one thing to think of that as a policy. It is a completely different thing to say out loud. That's exactly what you're gunning for. But let me not stop. Uh, put the words in his mouth, let's listen to Beto making his that very point. Are you proposing taking away the guns and how will this work? I am. If it's a weapon that was designed to kill people on a battlefield, if the high impact, high velocity round, when it hits your body, shreds everything inside of your body because it was designed to do that so that you would bleed to death on a battlefield and not be able to get up and kill one of our soldiers. When we see that being used against children, and in Odessa, I met the mother of a 15-year-old girl who was shot by an AR-15, mm -hmm. and that mother watched her bleed to death over the course of an hour because so many other people were shot by that AR-15 in Odessa and Midland. There weren't enough ambulances to get to them in time. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. We're not going to allow... As it is probably or should be obvious at this point. The 2020 presidential election we cannot just see it as just another 
presidential election because the, the soul of the country is in the balance. For the first time in the history of the United States of America, we have an individual in the Oval Office whose words mean absolutely nothing. He lies about everything that he says, everything that he does. And he gets everyone around him to lie. Everyone who works for the Trump administration lies about everything. That is unprecedented. Another individual that I took a look at uh, was uh, Castro, uh, that Julian uh, Castro, that uh, he was the uh, House and Urban Development Secretary under President Obama, and uh, of course bidding for the office of the presidency now. He went after Joe Biden, and it is okay during debate for candidate to challenge other candidate, but watching uh, Julian uh, 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 going after Biden, he, he, I think it was it was overdone uh, because it's one thing it was it, it came almost not as a debate of ideas but as an as as an argument. Uh, that that seemed to be to to be leading nowhere, and uh, in my book, uh, that really put uh, Julian, not so much Biden, at a very big disadvantage. That he is not able to articulate his own uh, his own vision, but rather looking to knock down somebody else in order to win uh, to score some political point, and that didn't go well. Pete Buttigieg, that you may recall. Uh, Pete uh, is uh, an individual that uh, uh, whose 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 fame uh, skyrocketed uh, to the national stage after uh, a number of interviews, a number of appearances, a number of of of, uh, of conferences. He, last night, Pete was didn't make any any mistake, but he didn't really. Tr he, it didn't separate him from himself from from uh, uh, from the crowd. Now, there were a few moments in during the debate. We'll just put those uh, those few moments uh, in front of you so that you can take a look at some of them. Funny, uh, you may recall that after the first two debate, we got a few clips of uh, of interesting. Uh, bit of what happened which were pretty funny and uh, again we're gonna have you enjoy what happened yesterday last night in Houston and we're going to come back and we're going to come back to specifically talk about Elizabeth Warren uh, as I mentioned earlier Elizabeth Warren is under the gun by the people on Wall Street who said and I quote she's got to be stopped 
and you you want to know why Wall Street want to stop Elizabeth Warren because of all the people bidding for the office of the presidency you heard about how they talk about Bernie Sanders he's a socialist how they talk about Joe Biden he's uh, been is uh, everybody's trying to take a shot at him because they think he's too old and what uh, Julian Castro was trying to convey last night is to try to say that Joe Biden keep forgetting things that mean he's too old now each and every individual trying to take a shot at the front runner and as it stands today according to all the poll since Joe Biden has jumped into the fray Joe Biden has occupied the top spot now I'm certain Joe Biden is very aware of the fact that where he's at he is really a target that's besides the point uh, it's one thing to simply go after someone but it's something completely different when you challenge someone's idea that you can come up with one of your own so if the idea is to simply hit the person and there is nothing that you present the only thing that you're doing is providing further for the opposing party but not really doing anything substantial so as such per my observation of Julian Castro I can say with a high degree of certainty that Julian Castro already disqualified himself to get any anywhere near uh, further than where he's at because he doesn't seem to to be able to articulate his vision he seems to be looking for an opportunity to hit at someone at anyone in order for him to gain traction and that is not a, st a strategy for anyone looking to become the next president of the United States so as of last night we can say with really quite uh, without any reserve bye-bye to Julian Castro because he has proven to kick himself out of the race now I know it's 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 uh, a little bit odd uh, because the race has just started we haven't even had uh, the Iowa caucus yet but I don't have to wait that long because uh, the individual who are presenting their ideas can tell you exactly where they're going what they are doing and whether they have a way forward a path forward it's not because he's trailing where he's at but it's because despite the fact that he's trailing he seems unable to articulate an idea a vision yes if you go to his website you'll find out that he has great plan for the nation but having something written and being able to prove to 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 this put that in display for an audience because when you are debating you have not just the audience in front of you but you have a national audience waiting to hear what you have in store and julian castro shows that he has nothing to offer and here at the fourth branch we cross william castro name from the list of people who would go nowhere Let's take a look at uh, a quick uh, a quick look at the moment last night, and again, as I mentioned, we'll come back to talk about specifically about Elizabeth Warren and why Wall Street want to stop Elizabeth Warren at all costs.
not be the loudest person up here, but I think we've already got that in the White House. Houston, we have a problem. My campaign will now give a freedom dividend of $1,000 a month for an entire year to 10 American families. Someone watching this at home right now. <laughs> it's original, I'll give you that. <laughs> so President Trump, you've spent the last two and a half years full time trying to sow hate and division among us. And I plan on focusing on our common issues, our common hopes and desires, and in that way unifying our country winning this election and turning the page for America. And now, President Trump, you can go back to watching Fox News. I wrote the damn bill, if I may say so. And while Bernie wrote the bill, I read the bill. And on page eight, on page eight of the bill, it says that we will no longer have private insurance as we know it. They're going to give back that money to the employee? Matter of fact, they will. Well, let me tell you bill. something. For a socialist, you got a, you, for a socialist, you got a lot more confidence in corporate America than I do. You got to defend the fact that 500,000 Americans are going bankrupt. You know why they're going bankrupt? Because they suffered a terrible disease, cancer or heart disease. I know a lot about cancer. Let me tell you something. It's personal to me. Barack Obama's vision was not to leave 10 million people uncovered. They do not have to buy in. You just said that. You just said that two minutes ago. You just said two minutes ago that they would have to buy in. You said they would have to buy in. Are you forgetting what you said two minutes ago? I'm fulfilling, fulfilling the legacy of Barack Obama, and you're not. I'll be surprised to him. This reminds everybody of what they cannot Can stand about Washington. Can Scoring I? points against each other, Can poking I? at each other, and telling each other that, that you're my plan, your plan. Look, we all yeah, That's called a Democratic primary election. <laughs> that's called an election. That's an election. You know, this is what we're here for. It's an election. Are you proposing taking away their guns, and how would this work? I am. If it's a weapon that was designed to kill people on a battlefield, Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. We're not going to allow it to be used against our fellow Americans anymore. Are you prepared to say tonight that you and President Obama made a mistake about deportations? Why should Latinos trust you? What Latinos should look at is comparing this president to the president we have is outrageous, number one. We didn't lock people up in cages. We didn't separate families. Every time something good about Barack Obama comes up, he says, oh, I was there, I was there, I was there. That's me too. And then every time somebody questions part of the administration that we were both part of, he says, well, that was the president. I mean, he wants to take credit for Obama's work, but not have to answer to any questions. Donald Trump in office on trade policy. You know, he reminds me of that, that guy in The Wizard of Oz, you know, when you pull back the curtain, it's a really small dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna take the bait. My biggest professional setback is, is embarrassing because a lot of folks know about it. I, with a bunch of tenant leaders in Newark, New Jersey in 2002, took on the political machine and boy, did they fight back. I had tires on my car slashed or campaign offices were broken into. And here's a bit of advice to everybody. If you're gonna have a spectacular failure, have a documentary team there to capture it because it made for 
an Oscar-nominated documentary called Street Fight, but then unfortunately another setback, it lost in the Oscars to a movie called March of the Dagnap Penguins, for crying out loud. Thank you to all of our candidates. It was a great debate. I think we learned a lot tonight. Thanks to you. As it is probably, or should be obvious at this point, the 2020 presidential election we cannot just see it as just another presidential election because the, the soul of the country is in the balance. For the first time in the history of the United States of America, we have an individual in the Oval Office whose words mean absolutely nothing. He lies about everything that he says, everything that he does. And he gets everyone around him to lie. Everyone who works for the Trump administration lies about everything. That is unprecedented. And Trump himself, he just cannot not lie. But that's not the biggest problem, is the fact that all those individuals who supported him, who voted for him, continue to listen to an individual whose words are the words of the devil, literally speaking. Isn't the Bible telling us that the devil is a liar? If you are a Republican, more specifically, especially if you are a young individual, if you watch this program, I've said that before, there are a lot of people who've already set in their ways. And it is very difficult, if it's not impossible, to help those individuals. Now, if you were born 2000 and later, or it could have been a little bit even earlier than that, but we'll start at 2000. You were a young individual. If you were born in, a, in, a, in, a, in an environment where it's Republican, there is a pretty good chance you are a Republican. It is, it is proven that's the case. We follow the footsteps of our parents. Later on, yes, we may change that, but that's what we do. We think they know better. They, they were, they become uh, affiliated with a political party. They did the vetting for us. At least we accept that at face value. We don't question that. That's why if you go as far back as probably three generations, you'll find out that a lot of people been doing the same thing their parents, their grandparents, and their great-grandparents did, meaning Democrat grandparents, great-grandparents did or uh, 
were Democrats, and they continue to vote Democrat. Something for Republican. It's 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 across the board. And because of that, you would be in an environment where argument against the other party gonna become second nature to you. Where bad things that they say about the other party gonna be second nature. In fact, you will grow to believe that's the case. Take any aspect, any topic, anything at all. Race, you grow up in an environment, white, where your parents, your grandparents, your great-grandparents racist. Now later on, again, as I mentioned, you will formulate your own mind, you will sh you, your own experience will dictate you something different, but you grew, will grow up in an environment where you too are racist. And you may not even know why you're racist because you're just taking whatever your parents, your grandparents pass you down and you, your mind was shaped by them. You grew up to think blacks are bad, blacks are this, blacks are that without having any idea where that that come from but you grew up in that environment same applies on everything in life politics religion those are very easy for you to to become indoctrinated and at some point you become so ingrained so indoctrinated in that environment that you actually become better than your parents and by better, I don't mean it in a positive way, but better in a very negative way. For instance, if your parents were racist, then you grew up in that environment. Later on, you become even more racist, assuming you never leave that environment for you to learn really in real life what's going on. So you become even a more hardcore racist than your parents were. So it's not a progress. It's a regression. The same thing happened in politics. In fact, you may have heard, for instance, that from time to time, that some people who used to be member of a political party leave that party and become members of another political party. And we have had those kind of uh, migration from time to time between those two major political parties. It so happened that Elizabeth Warren is such an individual, she used to be a Republican between 1991 and 1995. In fact, even before 1991 that she became officially a Republican, Elizabeth Warren had always voted Republican. But after 1995, she changed party and she became a Democrat. Now, because of that, what I would consider a problem, because it's a good thing to learn from your parents. There is nothing wrong with learning from your parents. It is unfortunate that the parents, usually the parents want to, to, to impart what would be construed as knowledge 
to their children, but unfortunately, it's not really knowledge, it's their feeling, their sentiment, their ideas, which a lot of time are false, but they pass it down to the next generation, which take it and run with it and expand it and makes it what we have today in our society. We have someone like Donald Trump, for instance. His father, we know, was a racist. Fred, we know that. We have it on record. We talk about that. Donald Trump, at a very young age, learned from his father, Fred, that racism is okay. It's okay to deny black opportunities. He learned that when he was a young man. He, he was still a minor. Just to make my point, that people learn from their parents, and Fred's parent happened to have been Donald Trump's grandparents happen to have been Nazis, Germany, a white nationalist. You see where I'm going? Which means what I'm telling you is not something I pull out of a hat and tell you just because, you know, talking gibberish. And as I mentioned before, and I'll mention it again, and as often as necessary, this program, the fourth branch, is different from any program. Because it's not news. Yes, we use item of the news to talk about what we ought to talk about. But we have verifiable information. Mostly document, historical information. Not everything that we tell you, you can verify it. So what I just mentioned to you, that Fred, Donald Trump's father, was a racist. And we have plenty of proof as such. We even talked about that here on this program before. And Donald Trump's grandfather, Fred's father, was Nazi. So you see where Donald Trump gets his racist uh, behavior. So leaves don't fall too far away from the tree, as they say. Now back to Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren, we talked as far as profile, we're not going to go over that again because we mentioned before that we talk about each one of those candidates in great detail when we present, when we profile them. And if you are interested, I strongly encourage you to visit peoplebranch.org, our website, or also to visit our YouTube channel because there you'll find all the detail of all the candidates we talk about, we profile, including Elizabeth Warren. Now, on stage last night, Elizabeth Warren was not that visible, in a sense. She didn't make mistake. She didn't uh, say anything outrageous. So she stay, uh, and if you saw on that clip that I showed you uh, earlier, uh, the moments of last night, you didn't even see the picture of Elizabeth Warren except when she stood uh, uh, along with the, the other nine, which means there was nothing really to show. You see Julian Castro, you see Beto, you see Pete, you see Cory Booker, you see Amy Klobuchar, but you didn't even see uh, 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 Elizabeth Warren making really any 
a memorable statement or saying anything outrageous. And the reason is simple, is because there is there was nothing for uh, to uh, there was no there was not no good moment uh, uh, in in that debate that says oh. Elizabeth Warren is going after Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren is going after Bernie Sanders, or anything of the sort. Although people on the stage mention what uh, the, the policies that she has embraced, she and Bernie looking for Medicare for all, and yet she didn't even bother to address that. Now, that's one aspect that you find about Elizabeth Warren. That she is running a campaign based on plans and she has a plan for everything now you would think you would think because i think that's what this whole exercise is about you would think that someone bidding for the office of the presidency contrary to what we had last time that an individual who did not even have a plan become president and you see what that has done to the country now you think that people looking at that watching that say wow he's a guy he's a gal he's a, an individual bidding for the office of the presidency who has plan and that's really what this whole exercise is about to say who will do who is going to do what if elected president of the United States. But instead, we watch Jim Cramer on CNBC a few days ago expressing Wall Street sentiment and says, and I quote, she's got to be stopped. why that's a question why someone who by any analysis now you may not like her policy you may not like what she's presenting and that's not what we're talking about now in fact we will be looking at the the merit of policies of proposal by various candidates when the field started with uh, whittle down because it's still too many of uh, individual uh, for us to be looking at each one of uh, 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 to be looking at their plan in detail because we know that not all of them will make it to the end as we mentioned before here we expecting we didn't expect that many people to already be dropped we expected all that to happen at the Iowa caucus which will take place next year February more uh, in in uh, uh, according to February 30 if I'm not mistaken according to the date set for the Iowa caucus but a few people start moving away start exiting the race but the question at hand and if you are a Republican, I want you to pay very close attention. And the reason I want you to pay close attention is because I know, number one, where you get your information, you get soundbite, you get talking point, and you get 
false and misleading information. I know that because I watch the same venue you watch. Now, if you're not interested, because nobody can force you, if you're not interested in facts, you're not interested in hearing uh, what good for the country, then by all means, because you've been doing it for decades and you probably are not going to change. But for the young individuals, the upcoming generation, what do we call them? Generation Z? I want you to pay close attention. I know who you are. You currently probably playing game now. Challenging others. So I want you to pause that game for a moment and pay very close attention because this is not just something to shrug off. This is the future of the country we're talking about. You may not be interested in politics now, but I guarantee you, this is going to impact your life. You see what politicians do? Whether you decide to do your civic duties, whether you decide to participate or not, you're going to be impacted. So you might as well pay close attention and make the decision to participate. Now, I would prefer that everyone in this nation had a logical mind making decision. I know it's a tall order. Everybody has a brain. No one can argue that. But I said specifically, I wish that everyone has a logical mind. Now, if you don't, or if you think you don't, if you're not sure you, you, you do, do not sweat it, because this is, the, this is the, 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 the objective of this program. We are not interested, we're not affiliated with a political party. So we provide information that helps. Yes, we're critical of those who do bad things. Those who do wrongdoing, we're critical of that. And that's the job because the point of this program is to perfect the union. So you cannot see wrongdoing and just shrug it off because we will never get there. So yes, you'll find us criticizing wrongdoing. Everything that we put through the prism of common sense we can say that this is wrong, this is bad, and that needs to be changed. We're not looking for... This is not a popularity contest. This is an important matter in order to perfect the union, in order to make this country better for future generations. That means you, young people, Democrats or Republicans, and Republicans. Now, pay close attention. Now, Wall Street says Elizabeth Warren got to be stopped. Now, I know in your environment, you 
probably heard what the conversation is about. You may have you may heard uh, have heard your parents. You may have heard your colleagues. You may have heard others telling you that she is a socialist. You may have heard others saying that her agenda is too progressist. You may have heard a lot of things. In fact, Jim Cramer, Jim Cramer put it the following way: She's bad for business. That's what talking point means. You hear someone say something and they use a simple expression to define that individual and that expression takes a life of its own and everybody uses it without knowing and understanding where it comes from and much, 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 much worse without even realizing that that statement is false. That's why you've been hearing Donald Trump uh, camp already spent millions of dollars trying to portray Democrat as socialist. Remember I told you about the monster that's been roaming the street of America? That monster. We'll come back to that next week. But we want to, to profile Elizabeth Warren a little bit further because of Wall Street reaction to her agenda in order to give you a sense as to what is hurting Wall Street so much that they want to stop Elizabeth Warren. Because as I mentioned earlier, if you have someone who is so well organized, so principled, and has a plan for everything that the country might need a solution for, and you have people saying, she's got to be stopped, you have to wonder, why? Why does she need to be stopped? Now, for those of you who may not know who Elizabeth Warren is, Again, take a look at my YouTube website and search for Elizabeth Warren. We'll profile her. You'll find all the details. But now we're going to give you a little bit of extra. Elizabeth Warren, before she even, I don't know if she had that in mind, but before she even became a politician, She has been advocating for people, consumers in particular. To give you an example, to give you a reference, in 1995, she was still a civilian. She was a professor uh, teaching uh, law uh, at Harvard, at uh, uh, a University of Houston at the University of Texas in Austin as well uh, at University of Pennsylvania even at Harvard University she was teaching but at the same time she was advocating for people not Democrats not Republicans for every individual and one of her hallmark uh, one of her hallmark was the uh, was bankruptcy and at that time, the government, 
was contemplating passing legislation that would make it impossible for individuals to file for bankruptcy. In other words, companies, organizations would be able to file for bankruptcy, but individual, no matter how burdened you would be, you wouldn't be able to go and apply for bankruptcy. And Elizabeth Warren has been fighting, at that time was fighting against that idea. She opposed that idea. And it is in that type of job she was doing, not only as a professor of law, as practicing law, as looking for ways to alleviate the burden of individuals because she came, as she would tell you, from a upbringing in which it's minimum wage that her parents were making that saved the day for her. So she know exactly what it means to struggle in life. So she made it her life mission to do things to help people. And later you may even recall not too long ago under the Obama administration she was spearheading spearheading the consumer protection agency. Now she didn't run the agency she was the one who wrote all the the, the 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 rules the guideline for that agency in fact just a side note that some some people thought that she was snubbed by Obama by because Obama should have put her to lead that agency but Obama did not you may recall a time that Obama in the Oval Office had Elizabeth Warren next to her, next to him, uh, actually nominating someone to run that agency, the Consumer Protection. And people thought the background story, of course, Elizabeth Warren and Obama must know the background story but for the rest of us we can only speculate as to why obama did not let her have that whether they had other plans whatever the case was but the point is before elizabeth warren become a politician it's not politics that get elizabeth warren to have this 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 concern about how people not democrats not republicans how people are being treated by our government and it didn't matter whether it was democrat or republican and recall i mentioned earlier that elizabeth warren was a republican so it's not a damn liberal doing those things is someone who knew 
and understood what was being done under in the Republican side and decide at some point that it's not doing the job for which she believe what it's supposed to do which means work for the people so she left the party and this is one of the few individuals who left a party not for political reason now you can put anything on Elizabeth Warren you can talk anything about Elizabeth Warren but one thing you cannot say she's not doing that because she saw an advantage of politics a political advantage to it because all those things she was doing at the time she was doing them there was no political advantage for her at least not in the foreseeable future now fast forward to Elizabeth Warren a politician she has been on fire for the people and every policy that she fight for every legislation that she tried to bring forth every guideline every proposal has one common denominator to benefit the people remember I said earlier we're not gonna be looking at the merit of our policies of a proposal but there is one thing that no one in this United States of America and it's very few people that you can say that about that really has a genuine concern for the people there are a lot of people who once they get to where they wanted to be like let's say for sake of argument that Elizabeth Warren just wanted to be in politics and once she joined uh, the political uh, 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 domain then she dropped everything just like you see most people who go into politics they have something in mind they have uh, a concern that they want to address but once they go to Washington they forget about that they just do their things so that they can advance their political career Elizabeth Warren is one individual you cannot say that's the case whether you like her or not whatever you call her whatever you think of her she's one individual and I I have a very difficult time finding another one. She's one individual that's been fighting for people, for the masses, that been doing that as a civilian and that has not relented as a politician. And everything that she has done, you can clearly see the writing that it is for the benefit of the people. And I can say with a high degree of certainty that it is one individual, if she were to become president, would actually work for the people. And the reason I can say that is because, as I just mentioned earlier, that she started doing those things 
not yesterday, not for the sake of, 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 of benefiting herself. In fact, she studied that as a civilian at a time that there was nothing for her to gain. She never relents, and she has been doing that even as a politician. I believe she jumped into the political fray, if I'm not mistaken, in 2009, between 2009 and 2012, running against Brown in Massachusetts. In fact, she was the first elected uh uh, uh, woman, rather, the first woman elected uh, senator, if I'm not mistaken, in the state of Massachusetts. Somebody like that could have been cautious. Well, I'm the first one. I don't want to lose that position. I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to do what others do. Pretend to do a little bit of here. Pretend to do a little bit of that out there and then try to secure my position so that I can get campaign finance money and so on and so forth. Don't get me wrong. Elizabeth Warren has taken campaign finance money just like all other politicians. But as I mentioned, those people either they regret it or either they okay with it Elizabeth Warren has not related her fight for the people of the United States despite that. Yes, you can accuse her as, well, she's taking money from uh, uh, whoever, from organization. I would prefer her, she, she would not, if I were to be asked my opinion. Now, in all fairness, she has decided for the presidential election not to meaning not to take campaign finance money from corporation but she has done that in the past so here's the question someone someone who no matter which way you turn you try to spin it has been working on behalf of the people no matter how you spin it no matter what you put on her no matter how you call her no matter what you call her one thing you cannot take away you cannot say that she's been doing that for herself because at a time that she did not have any benefit doing it she was doing it and it not dated yesterday since 1995 she's been doing that fight in fact she started prior to that but on record since 1995 she's been fighting for the people when she wasn't a politician when she didn't have anything to gain from it one and second he's a person that's running for the presidency of the United States that has a plan to address every aspect of every problem in the country. Gee, who wouldn't like that? Who would not support that? I heard and read and, and seen people making comments and say, well, people are not too sure about Elizabeth Warren. 
We'll talk about that when we talk about her policies. But for now, we're looking at things at face value. Why would any individual, any American, any American patriot, any individual looking for someone to become the next president of the United States, why would that person not look at Elizabeth Warren, who's been fighting for the people very, very long time, become a politician, continue to fight for the people, and now want to become the next president of the United States? Why would anyone say, well, we're not too sure about that. What exactly do we need in a president? And Elizabeth Warren can tell you that she's been fighting for the people and this is one politician that you can trust when she says that she not only means it, but she has the proof. Not just saying it, because a lot of people are saying that. We're going to do that for the people. We're working for the people. Elizabeth Warren, oh, I forgot to mention, we don't work for Elizabeth Warren. We don't have any... Uh, relationship with Elizabeth Warren campaign we do not have any relationship with any political campaign for that matter but as I mentioned before we analyze things here on the Four French program through the prism of common sense and this is part of what we are doing analysis on before someone say oh must be working for Elizabeth Warren campaign. No, we're not. To the matter at hand. Someone who's been doing the fighting on behalf of the people and it even long before she would become a politician and at a time that she had nothing to gain. And when she became a politician, she didn't even bother to think whether that's going to impact her. She continued that fight. And I will present to you the kind of thing that she's done as a politician on behalf of the people and what has happened since then. And we'll take a look at why is Wall Street freaking out? Because... From what I just said, from what I just presented to you, there, is there any reason for anyone to say she's got to be stopped? Huh. Hold that thought. A small network by the name of Fox News was launched with just 17 million viewers. Today, 
with over 100 million people watching regularly, Fox has become the greatest threat to our democracy. Constantly bombarding the airwaves with false information, distortion of facts, and outright lies presented to its audience as news, Fox has created an army of blissful ignorance. According to a survey, 82% of Fox viewers are ignorant of facts and the truth. To keep millions of people in ignorance not only prevents democracy from flourishing, but it also clears the path to authoritarianism, to dictatorship. Martin Luther King Jr. said, nothing in all the world is more dangerous than sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. Let me finish by saying that democracy cannot survive in an environment where truth and facts do not matter. At Fox, truth and facts do not matter. Indeed, democracy in America is in jeopardy. It is a crisis the country can no longer ignore. I just read uh, that Donald Trump proposed a $1 trillion tax cut for the middle class. Let me give you, constituent, both Democrat and Republican, a warning. Do not fall for that gimmick. And I don't say that lightly. It is a gimmick because we recall exactly the $1.5 trillion that Donald Trump said was going to be a tax cut for the people. They took $1.2 out of that and they gave it to large corporations and wealthy individuals. I know whenever you hear Republican, and that's a fact, 100 years of data cannot lie. Whenever you hear they say a tax cut for the middle class, it's just a way so that they can give more money to large corporations. Do not fall for that gimmick because they've already done it. Shh, fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Because they did it before and now Donald Trump proposing it, proposing to do it again. Do not fall for that gimmick because we know it's a gimmick because they've done it before not just the not just in 2017 but it's something that republicans have been doing on almost on a periodic basis they say they're going to give a tax cut for the middle class and the money that they borrow they give most of it to large corporations and wealthy individuals and they leave the bill to the people so don't fall for that gimmick She's got to be stopped. That's what Wall Street says about Elizabeth Warren. 
And of course, you demand, you're asking yourself, why would someone like Elizabeth Warren, a woman, she doesn't even have a gun, and they're afraid of her. Does she have a gun? Well, last time I heard, she didn't have a gun. But in any case, that's besides the point. Uh, why does Wall Street want to stop Elizabeth Warren? There is a... Uh, it's part of a, li a literary work in uh, in in uh, that that provides this illustration and it, it it's actually can be used as a as a illustration as a joke here as well it's people want to pay attention to something that's important to something that we say that you don't uh, the monkey that passes uh, that passes under a a tree, uh, an apple tree or uh, whatever tree fruit that is, uh, would well not a monkey actually. Uh, I don't get uh, the 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 joke well enough that uh, uh, a, a some sort of uh, of animal under the tree that could not reach to get the apple but it's a apple that's ripe that looks juicy and so on but because the 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 animal could not reach the animal says ah, because it's not it's not ripe it's not even it's not even good yet uh, i guess the point of the joke uh, don't worry i'll get the joke joke right for next time uh, the point of the joke is uh is the fact that People do not pay attention to what is not ready, what is not right, what, what is not ripe. They tend to ignore it. But whenever there is something that they see that can bear fruit, that's ready to be eaten, and if they cannot reach that, whatever that is, then they will do anything, they will say anything. Just like in that joke, that I don't get too well is the, the the fruit the apple is ripe but because the animal could not get to it and all of a sudden the apple is not good so Elizabeth Warren must be doing something right in order for Wall Street to panic Wall Street is in panic mode now what Wall Street says using Jim Cramer as the 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 mouthpiece for Wall Street say she's got to be stopped and Jim Cramer said that she's bad for business how so should we ask Jim Cramer and that's what we will talk about tomorrow and you want to join us tomorrow again in order to continue the conversation and to bring forth to you the detail as to why Wall Street is in panic mode and to just to give you a hint if Wall Street is panicking, you, the constituent, should be rejoicing. I hope you had some uh, thing you take out of this presentation, hopefully. If not, you already know what to do. Send us your comments, your criticism, your suggestion. Let us know how to do it better. As we said before, we'll say it again. This program is not going anywhere. So you might as well help make it better.
in the meantime should you have a particular topic you would like us to talk about send it to us we will research it we will debate it right here on the fourth French program the place for common sense I hope you have a wonderful afternoon and hope to see you again tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. when we continue the conversation about the reason Wall Street says Elizabeth Warren got to be stopped. Good day. That was an update through the prism of common sense. Join us again tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. for a full presentation. I am MD, host of the fourth branch program, The Place for Common Sense. Send us comments, criticism, suggestion, or simply let us know how we're doing. Thank you for watching. Have a wonderful afternoon. See you next time. Be my provider, he be my protector. So far I go higher. Yo, baby, and he be my God be my provider, he be my protector. So far I go higher. Oh yeah, me me I don't do them many things. People say me and I day. If you wish me well, I'll wish you well. Me me nyawo biyapoboni.
to you in collaboration with the People Branch publication which can be found on the People Branch website located at peoplebranch.org that's p-e-o-p-l-e-b-r-a-n-c-h dot org that's peoplebranch.org website in which you will find a number of very interesting articles my name is Mike Duchenne MD for short I hope you have a great afternoon or a great evening whichever it happens to be hopefully you can join me again next time for another interesting episode of this podcast that was the fourth branch live from New York good day (laughs) 